Hi, I'm Petrina Gentile. Welcome to Invested in Our New Reality, Invest Ottawa's podcast for business leaders and entrepreneurs. As you know, this season we're focusing on the thriving automotive tech industry here in the nation's capital. And today we're talking to someone who is helping elevate that smart mobility hub to new levels. Sonia Shori is the Vice President of Strategy, Marketing and Communications for Invest Ottawa, Bayview Yards and AreaX.O, an R&D complex for next generation smart mobility, autonomy and connectivity. Sonia, we're thrilled to have you on today's podcast. Welcome. So Sonia, global companies have a lot of places to choose from when they're deciding where to headquarter in a business or open a satellite office. How do you convince them that Ottawa is the place to be? Ottawa is so differentiated as a global tech hub. I think there is immense opportunity, no matter what type of innovator, technology company, startup, scale of multinational you are. We have the top tech talent concentration in all of North America. Four years running, CBRE does research every year. And just this year, this last month, 13.3% of our workforce, all tech, ahead of Silicon Valley, which is 11.6. That is a little known fact and something we are so excited about as a city of just over 1 million. I think that alone creates immense opportunity and differentiation for Ottawa. When we engage companies around the world, and that's done by our global expansion team, they target the Americas, Europe, and Asia-Pacific region. They make it easy, seamless, productive for those companies literally to have white glove care in terms of exploring the right opportunities, setting up their business, accessing the right talent, program supports, and services to make it one of the most efficient ventures that I think that they undertake. We bring them into a collaborative community that's diverse and inclusive with a lot of disruptive tech expertise and capabilities. They go back generations. So 90% of the industry-led telecom expertise in R&D in all of Canada is here in Ottawa. That's another little known fact. That creates immense opportunity. 1,800 tech companies with something like 92,000 tech workers across our public and private sector And one of the most educated, if not the most educated workforce in all of Canada, 61% of Ottawa's workforce has a post-secondary degree, and that's anchored by amazing post-secondary institutions, colleges and universities that are producing just generations of incredibly talented STEM talent. We're also the seat of the federal government. We have 65 government labs in all kinds of areas of expertise. And of course, a wealth of government knowledge, regulators, policymakers that work together with many of these companies to help them build their business, understand frameworks, adoption, implementation of these technologies, safety, so many things that are really critical to us. And you can collaborate with any different type of company or innovator. Our entrepreneurship ecosystem is second to none. There are some amazing scaling firms in things like logistics, supply chain management, e-commerce, firms that have generated hundreds and hundreds of jobs and hundreds of millions in capital just in the last few years alone across sectors like ICT, defense, security, life sciences, you know, that's biotech and digital health, software, and of course, smart mobility, which we're talking about today. So in terms of opportunity, collaboration, and the chance to do something really impactful with a community that gets behind you and welcomes you and helps to, to drive that forward with a benefit for the company as well as for our community, I don't think there's any other region that does that as, as, as we do. I really don't. I'm so passionate about what we do here in Canada's capital, collaborating with so many folks right across the region and, of course, across the world. 
It, it certainly sounds like it is. And it really is gaining, uh, you know, that global perspective. So it's not just about Canada, but Ottawa is gaining that reputation um, as a smart mobility hub. I want to talk a little bit about Invest Ottawa and, and what you're doing, some of the exciting projects that you have happening now in Ottawa's uh, tech sector. So, of course, one of the most exciting ones is Ariex.O, our R&D complex for next-gen smart mobility, autonomy, and connectivity. This has been one of the most exciting developments, I think, in our region that really harnesses some of the greatest strengths and opportunities we have as Canada's capital uh, and a global tech hub. We bring together everyone from the large multinationals that help to really facilitate our co-founding, BlackBerry, QNX, Nokia, Ericsson, Microsoft, and Accenture, together with all three levels of government, the city, the province, uh, and the federal government through FedDev Ontario, and then together with our post-secondary institutions and companies of every size, scale, and increasingly every sector. So what really started out as something focused on intelligent transportation has now evolved into smart mobility serving so many different sectors. It is There's so many powerful applications and use cases that we're really privileged to be a part of. So if I talk about one of the most exciting developments just in the last few months, our drone and advanced robotics testing and training zone is one of the most, I think, distinct um, and certainly one of its kind uh, facilities in the country and maybe in the continent that enables the ground and aerial robots to be tested according to very specialized criteria, very rigorous criteria established in the United States uh, by the National Institute of Science and Technology. And together with Indra Robotics, our partner, which is a company that soft landed here in Ottawa from Vancouver and now has built out an R&D team. I think that's about three times the size of, of the team that they have back in BC. We, of course, very collaborative. We love our partners across the country, but we're thrilled to see the investment, the R&D jobs being created here, the technologies being developed, tested and validated with so many important use cases. And there is not one that I can think of right now that is more important than battling the wildfires that are plaguing this country and many parts of our planet. When you look at the impacts of climate change and the weather patterns and the changes that we're seeing and some of the tragic circumstances, whether you look at what's happening in BC, in the Northwest Territories, you look at Maui, drones and advanced robotics have the ability to go where people can't safely they have the ability to deploy drones to identify hotspots that enable them to take proactive measures with firefighters and other natural resource teams that can mitigate some of the risks that we are living with and battling with right now. It's really, really important to us. We're so mission-driven that we see opportunity and help to fulfill the potential that smart mobility, connectivity, and autonomous technologies have to create a better world, a safer world, a more productive world a world where everyone can fulfill their potential. So creating opportunities for every single type of person, no matter what type of role, no matter what background you have, no matter what age, stage, ethnicity, we really are trying to create a place where anyone from any walk of life can come and play a role in helping to foster technology for good. And drones and advanced robotics, we see a wealth of opportunity. One really exciting example. Of course, we are working collaboratively with Transport Canada, one of our key federal partners on so many exciting projects, including safe, smart intersections. How do we ensure that as connected and autonomous vehicles come on the road and are interacting more and more with everyday people, people driving their cars, riding bicycles, walking baby carriages, taking a jog or a stroll? 
making sure that vulnerable road users, and that's what all of those folks are, are safe as those technologies increasingly are implemented on city streets, that we're doing it safely with rigor, with testing, with validation, so that we can say with confidence they've been tested in many different scenarios and are keeping those vulnerable road users like you and I safe if we're walking and crossing through an intersection. We're doing a really exciting project with transport on safe level railway crossings right now as well. Ottawa has over 60 railway crossings. Did you know that, Patricia? No, I did not. Yes. And of course, um, it's one of the areas where it's a really big priority to make sure, again, that we're keeping everyone from those that are crossing the tracks, whether you're in a vehicle or on foot or on a bicycle, safe. And there's there's a high percentage of accidents and even fatalities that occur at railway crossings. So it's really important that we look as we introduce more and more smart mobility, autonomous and connectivity technologies, that those are being put to work in the safest way possible to minimize those accidents and those risks and create new opportunities to continually enhance the safety. We're grateful for the opportunity to collaborate with all partners, including Transport Canada, to to help policymakers understand what type of testing is necessary, how to learn from the, the experiments and the projects that we're conducting with SMEs and many multinationals. So we're industry led. We always want to create that opportunity for the clients that we're privileged to serve, the innovators and firms that are at the heart of everything we do at Area Exoto. It's amazing. I mean, yeah, you are on the cutting edge, especially when you're looking at the future and you're looking at, like you say, all of these uh, climate change issues, the autonomous and connected vehicles moving forward. Um, Talk to me a little bit about some of the challenges that entrepreneurs in this space continue to face and what Invest Ottawa is doing to help them kind of, you know, over those speed bumps, so to speak. (laughs) Absolutely. So we created Auto to create the type of facility that democratized, I'll call it, test infrastructure capabilities and expertise that aren't readily available to many companies, particularly when you're a small fledgling startup or a scale up and resources are tight. You've got limited runway. You're fiercely competing for that market share to get your technology to market and commercialize safely, effectively, securely with all of the different protocols uh, and needs addressed while you're building relationships, not just with prospective customers and investors, but regulators. So one of the true benefits that we hear about regularly from our clients is we would never have access, not just to the advanced communications infrastructure, one of the most advanced we believe in the world when you look at it in combination with what Nokia and Ericsson are contributing in terms of pre-commercial technology, plus the opportunity to access leading cybersecurity technologies from BlackBerry QNX, one of the world leaders that anchors our smart mobility cluster here of 100 plus organizations contributing technologies to future vehicles. They are a massive superpower globally. And so the ability to access things that would never be within reach of a small to medium-sized company, to work with those leaders that you typically would never have the chance to meet that are developing this and working with global customers doing these major deployments, plus the opportunity to meet Transport Canada, who's 15 minutes away from our site, and get input on what it will actually take to adopt these technologies safely, what type of policy frameworks are coming into play, how they can learn from them, share feedback, be a part of that process so that they don't feel so distant and they know what it will take to actually commercialize, implement, and see that global market uptake of some of their technologies. The relationships that are formed, 
the challenges in terms of having access to global suppliers, to OEMs, to investors, it's almost like Ariex.o is a magnet that not only brings so small to medium-sized companies to our site to access all that infrastructure and expertise, it's a magnet for investors and for global companies like Hexagon Autonomous Stuff, right? Another major superpower in this space that chose Ariex.o here in Ottawa, Canada's capital to build their R&D site. They're building out an incredible R&D team. And that, again, attracts more and more. It's like a rising tide lifts all boats. We're seeing more and more interest in our region in sectors from public safety to smart farming. Lots to say about that. Defense, lots of exciting things coming down the pipeline on that front. Smart cities, energy, you know, natural resources. And of course, there's applications in things like mining. So where we've got different partners that are reaching out, inquiring about what we could do to support different projects or share our expertise so that everyone has the opportunity to learn, put these technologies and learnings to work. There's just a wealth of opportunity, honestly. And you have been instrumental in your role. I mean, you have chased public and private investment and helped secure hundreds of millions of dollars to drive innovation, entrepreneurship, and economic development in Ottawa. Why is that so important to you personally? I am so passionate about our region, its potential, and fulfilling our vision that Ottawa is and will continue to be one of the most dynamic, impactful global tech hubs that helps companies and innovators achieve a triple bottom line. And that triple bottom line is extremely important to me. So we want them to be commercially successful. We want them to have a positive impact on our society, whether that's from tackling one of the grand global challenges we face, such as climate change, uh, looking at diversity, equity, and inclusion, and how we can create a more equitable and inclusive economy for all, where everyone has the chance to put their talents to work, and how we create a more sustainable planet so that we have the right environment and future to deliver to the next generation. When we pursue funding and we collaborate with so many great individuals, leaders, organizations, governments, the list, honestly, it's been a privilege to work with so many passionate, committed partners that share that vision. We want to bring in whatever small way I can, I want to help Ottawa achieve its full potential for all of those amazing people that we are privileged to serve. And often that means looking at some of those big opportunities globally where we can help Ottawa to take its rightful place on a global stage or help companies to capitalize on a global market where perhaps we haven't been recognized or known before. Smart mobility was really one of the most amazing opportunities I think we pursued together as a community with our community, where now we're seeing that multi-application, that multi-sectoral, multidisciplinary intersection where we can help so many different innovators, not just tackle one market, but look at multiple markets, different use cases and applications that they might never have dreamed of. So we help individuals fulfill their potential. We can help our region fulfill its potential, and we can contribute something very special and impactful to Canada and to the world. And the funding, those resources are required to do that. That is the fuel that powers and allows us to collaborate in ways that any one individual or organization doesn't have the ability, the resources, um, or the finances to actually pursue. We come together and one plus one equals three. We're leveraging a lot of dollars. We're leveraging expertise and contributions from many different types of organizations and companies and creating opportunity for them along the way. That's really what it's all about. 
Well, I want to also talk about one of your other passions. You are really committed to supporting women entrepreneurs and women in technology. Uh, you recently joined the board of directors of Women in Automotive Technology, and you also co-founded SheBoot. That's an investment readiness boot camp for women tech funder founders. And I understand you have some big news coming up with that. So uh, tell us a little bit about those initiatives. We do. Oh, my goodness. So this is a really deep passion. So when I started with Invest Auto in 2017, we were doing our first five-year strategic plan with our new leadership team. And we very readily recognized that women did not see themselves as having a home or a place within our, our global tech hub, within our innovation hub and within our programs. We made a decision to make that a key tenant on which we built our strategic plan. We built uh, a subcommittee of our board from the ground up, we built a strategy with near, medium, and long-term targets, built programs, overhauled everything from the language that we used to the way we structured events, to the way we marketed to our potential clients. And we made a commitment that we would dedicate resources and make this a priority. And over the last five or six years, I think we've really together with our community made some very encouraging steps forward. It is a massive challenge. So I'm certain you know, it's like, depending mm -hmm. on who you chat with, anywhere from 160 to 300 years until we achieve gender parity, completely unacceptable. And so when we looked at our pipeline of women founders, and particularly women in tech, we saw big, big gaps. And we just did not see even, even the beginning of a base to build upon where we could look forward and see a path where we would have 50% women founders and owners and hopefully help to launch the first $100 million woman-owned and led tech firm in this city. We made this a big, big goal, and it's a big part of our vision. And so many different players, many different partners, new programs launched, new funding secured, everything from our Ladies Who Launched peer group, which creates a safe space for women founders to come, tackle challenges together, share experiences, support one another, through to programs such as SheBoot with the Capital Angel Network and Invest Ottawa coming together step-by-step step over the last three years, building something that I am so excited and passionate about because we tackle both sides of a key challenge. We help more women to get investing and we help more women founders get ready to secure investment and know how to pitch their business. One of the biggest challenges women founders face is access to capital. Only 2% of capital on this planet goes to solo women-founded wow. companies, which is completely unacceptable. Wow. And so we really wanted to tackle that challenge, but you can't do it from just one side or the other. We, when more women are investing, more women get funded. When more women understand how to pitch, how to present their business, how to build their business so it can be venture backable, you see that magic happen and we're seeing that traction occur. In fact, in the last three years, we've had follow-on investment of about 15 million. Wow. That's the figure I'm allowed to share. So that number is actually higher, but there's NDAs and a variety of confidentialities that, that unfortunately we can't disclose the real value, but it's higher. So we looked at this model and step-by-step -step, Capital Angel Network and Invest Ottawa now entering uh, what is our fourth, fourth cohort. We are now a national standalone, not-for-profit independent organization uh, with employees that we have hired. And I'm now thrilled to say that Jennifer Francis, Julie Elvig, and I, the three co-founders on the board, working with NRCI RAP and a variety of other partners making critical contributions to help entrench this as a national program 
that collaborates with many other organizations tackling different parts of this challenge right across the country. We will not move this dial if we don't do it in collaboration. We are collaborating with many folks from coast to coast, and we are so excited about that opportunity because I think Canada is making significant strides forward. You look at BDC organizations and programs like Thrive, the largest woman-focused fund on planet Earth right here in Canada. We're collaborating with them through International Women's Week, which, of course, you've been a part of because we do programs such as Women Driving the Smart Mobility Revolution, inspiring and equipping women current and aspiring leaders to advance them forward and bring up that next generation. I could talk to you all day about this. You know this, how passionate I am about this particular piece. What I will say is we measure our progress together with our community. And our goal is that women from every single walk of life have the opportunity to fulfill their potential. Our focus at Invest Ottawa is founders and business owners. At Ariex.O, it's women in tech and smart mobility, autonomy and connectivity. If anyone out there is interested, please reach out to me. We want to help you fulfill your potential in that area because we need more women like you, women from every walk of life. And I can attest to that. You are a leader when it comes to supporting women, empowering women. Um, like you say, you know, International Women's Day is really a month where you have exceptional events, ex- exceptional uh, speakers. It's absolutely fantastic. And I do want to, in the last couple of minutes here, talk a little bit about what you have coming up in September, because you have some big smart mobility events with some amazing uh, speakers at uh, TC Expo and Cab Canada. Tell me a little bit about these events and, and why they're making such a difference. You know, these events have really evolved over time. And so together with partners, we do everything in collaboration, nothing in isolation. If I look at TC Expo, This is the one of its kind National Demonstration Day for smart mobility tech in the country and really builds on the vision that Transport Canada brought to us last year, an opportunity that we could collaborate and do something really powerful that gave companies in different stages of development, different sectors with that focus on intelligent transportation, smart city, smart mobility, the opportunity to showcase their prototypes, their technologies, different stages of development for prospective future employees, investors, customers, suppliers, partners, those who could help them to fulfill their objectives wherever they might be in their development and commercialization process and as they're entering that go-to-market phase of their business. Last year was our inaugural year. We had 50 companies from across the country, many of them supported by either Transport Canada, ISED, Invest Ottawa, FedDev Ontario. So a big focus on where the federal government has supported a lot of those companies with specific challenges in their commercialization process. We had companies supported by the Ontario Vehicle Innovation Network here in Ontario. It really brought to bear the collaborative ecosystem and all of its greatest strengths and putting all those companies up front and center so that they could try and attract and overcome some of those hurdles we talked about earlier, right? Access to the right people, the right customers, the right opportunities, while using the infrastructure and expertise that's available at Ariex.O at our private track. 2,000 acres, opportunity to leverage all of that best-in-class cybersecurity capability, all the communications infrastructures to support their demos. So we had a drone zone with like 15 different companies doing drone testing. And we're very grateful that Indra Robotics managed that process because that's a lot of drone companies to have in a single area. But truly, there were so many different applications. Our smart firm, really exciting research. And FCC, such a critical partner on that with lots of exciting things coming up uh, on that front as well. 
but showcasing how the research is helping farmers to grow greater yields with less resources, less water, less seed, less fertilizer, and having really nutritious yields that are actually larger that help them to be more profitable, more productive, and build their business in a more sustainable way. We had those researchers and innovators and companies showcasing. It really is something that I think everyone needs to experience that's passionate about these technologies, their future application. If you're an investor, you're a customer, you want to learn more, you want to become a potential employee of some of these companies. Talent acquisition, retention, development, keeping them here in Canada, in Ottawa, in these companies, extremely important to us. We have a whole talent team that focuses on this. So TC Expo is all about the experience of leading edge technology in all these stages of development and seeing what Canada is doing, what Ottawa together with all of our Canadian counterparts is doing on this front in smart mobility at AreaXToto. CAV Canada is our flagship smart mobility national conference hosted together with our friends at Canada North Business Association. It has evolved significantly over time. I see it as a great thought leadership conference that brings together brilliant minds, experts, innovators, and companies from Ottawa, Canada's capital, across the country, and around the world, so that you get the strength of all of those different experts, all of those different perspectives. Diversity, equity, and inclusion comes in many forms, and we believe in translating that into action, not just in the language we use, the opportunity we create through our programs and services, but through the experts that we assemble and the mind trust or the brain trust that comes to bear with the inspiration and actionable insight that's created through CAF Canada. Both of these events are free, Petrina. They take place on the 27th and 28th of September at our private test facility, driving behind the corn, hidden behind the farm. <laughs> you will see a whole smart city laden with $51 million of technology and a whole lot of collaboration from industry, government, academia. And it all comes to bear in an opportunity for every single individual that enters that track on those two days, because you will learn, you will be inspired, you will make new connections, you will potentially recruit some new talent, find your next investor, find a mentor or an advisor, become part of a community that's collaborative, that's welcoming, where you have something to contribute. So I hope that everyone will take the opportunity to join us because it's a very impactful two days with a lot of benefit and opportunity for everyone. I will definitely be there. No, unfortunately, we'll have to leave it there. Um, but you have brought a ton of energy and information to this conversation today. Sonia, thank you so much for being part of this podcast and for elevating Ottawa and Canada globally in the smart tech hub. You have been instrumental in driving us forward. So it's great to hear about technology and innovation from the Invest Ottawa perspective. I want to thank you again. And we're grateful to our listeners for tuning in today, too. Thanks again again for joining us. Thank you so much. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Invested in Our New Reality. We're committed to bringing you engaging and informative discussions with business leaders who are transforming the future. Stay tuned for our next conversation and be sure to reach out to us at investottawa.ca with your thoughts and comments. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time though, I'm Petrina Gentile. Stay well. Stay well.